Hey, good morning. It's Dean and Michelle, and you're watching One Funny Morning. Welcome to One Funny Morning Show. From Monday to Friday. And sometimes on Saturday. Why would you say that for all these people? You never know what's going to happen. Carmen. Cortez. Good morning, everybody. What's outside your weather door? Good morning. Happy, 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 everybody. Hi, I'm Deb Quindia in Happy Valley Goose Bay, Labrador, Canada, where last year we had over 12 feet of snow. You're watching One Funny Morning with your host, Dina Blizzard. What did she say? Something, something Labrador, Canada. 12 feet of snow. 12 feet of snow. I don't think I've ever seen 12 feet no, of snow. No, that would be like you standing on my shoulders. <laughs> And that's 12 feet of snow. <laughs> that would be almost 12 feet, yeah. So good morning, everybody. Sexy producer Michelle is on because we were just talking about hair before we were going live. And we could talk about hair for 20 more minutes. I was like, let's just go live and just talk about hair. So yesterday, Michelle went and got her hair did. And she was like, let me see your hair. Let me see what you did. And I said, well, my appointment isn't until today. Her appointment was yesterday. And we were again talking about this batch of gray hairs that I have. And according to Michelle and maybe the BNC, this is a horrible idea. <laughs> so I showed Michelle this picture. Now I'm going to show everybody because I've been talking. There's two ladies that I follow with the silver hair. Now here is her. Hold on. Uh, I'm going to show you her before picture and then her after picture. I think she looks lovely. She is. She's beautiful. She's beautiful. And so I'll give you my argument after we look. This is her before picture. Beautiful. This is her before picture. Right. All right. I don't think we look that different right now. Mm -hmm. Right. Her hair's a little shorter. Okay. That was 2018. This is her now. Still beautiful. Gorgeous. Yes. Mm -hmm. She is. She's very gorgeous. Here, here. Should I give my. She's 52. This one. Not that yeah. one. Not that one. This so the span of what? Five years. So in how old? She, okay. Five. So she's, she was. She was 47. 48. So here, here's my thought. And you can disagree, but here's my thought. First of all, and you use this line, you do you. And Dina, before we went on camera, had made a comment like, I don't know. And you save money. And I'm like, look, Revlon, you're worth it. You've worked hard enough. Don't, don't let money be the deciding factor. I don't think like, I mean, I understand, look, we've all been in those situations like, yeah, but it is very expensive. And trust me, I get it. But you've got box cut, like you can do, there are ways around it. But here's my biggest thought with this. If it makes you personally happy, if you look in the mirror, I don't know if well, it no, does. but but I it would not make me happy. And I think it looks beautiful on her. I do think it's hard, it's societal because you know, women have to always look younger. Like Patrick Dempsey was just voted sexiest man alive. He's like practically all gray and he looks great. Like men seem to like age and they get gray and they look 
fantastic and women, it's very stereotypical, but we tend to look older. And even as beautiful as she looks, I feel like she does look older, which is fine. It comes down to you personally. I feel like if personally you're like, you know what, this makes me happy. I look in the mirror and I like what I see. That's the most important part. So if you want to do that and that makes you happy, I say do it. It would not make me happy. I look in the mirror yesterday and see my gray roots. And I'm like, this does not make me happy. This makes me go. <gasps> so I wore a beret yesterday to the hair salon. Beret? A beret. You bringing the beret back? I did. Yep. I love it. I wore it two times this week. I, I should have wore it this morning if I knew we were going to be on. But I covered my roots until I got to the hair salon. But it just doesn't make me happy. I don't like that look for me. And right. I think, like Revlon says, I'm worth it. So... Sometimes you scrimp and scrape, scrape to make the hair appointment happen, but that's just me personally. All right, so now I feel like if it makes you happy. Patrick Dempsey, come on! I mean, I mean, come on, Michelle. See, I don't know if I'm saying Kezia or Kezia says I color my own grays at home and do a pretty dang good job for very little money. Trust me, we I think we've all had to do the box color. Like, if it's a luxury if you can go to the salon, but they make so many options. And what I do is I use the root touch up. Mm -hmm. Tanny just said, I'm worth it is why I have no money because <laughs> I, I, I'm working it for everything. You're like, I like those. Pay I'm worth it. <laughs> I like that car. No. I'm worth it. Yeah. Coupons. Tanny. Something. Coupons. My head has been worth it. My car, not worth it. Now yeah. I can't go anywhere. And so I, have great you look good. So I have to make a decision. Just take selfies of yourself and say, I look good. I can't go anywhere, but look at me. All right. I thought about going gray before I dyed my hair teal. I love the teal way more than gray, said Lisa. All right. Okay. Let's throw that in the mix. Can I show you a picture of my mom? I hope she doesn't mind that I'm showing this picture. I have to find this picture of my mom. My mom is 76 and years ago she would kill me for saying that. But now because I've embraced my age and I publicly say it because I think we put ourselves in cages of, we can't tell people how old we are. It's a gift from God to be on this planet every day. So now I'm like, you know what? I just turned 50 and I'm proud of it. So my mom is 76 years old. She is purple. She has purple Allie, hair. Allie said, I know I'm worth it, but my, my bank account. Says, oh, <laughs> There's a little discrepancy. You need to talk to your bank account. Let me see. I have to be able to pull up this, this picture of my mom. So she is brunette. She actually is trying to convince me to go blonde because she went blonde when she started going gray. And she looked amazing. People thought she was a natural blonde. Like that's how good I of a blonde. I imagine you blonde. She, not me, my mom. So my mom I told me. She's trying to convince you to go blonde. She, well, she is. And I'm like, uh, but I'm not a blonde. I was Marilyn Monroe for one year for Halloween. And I did look, I thought I looked okay. You did look good. really nice. I was there. You that was the year that we almost got arrested. Yeah, we were very yeah, good. Okay. Um, that's, a, that's a whole other story. Um. <laughs> Okay. I got to find this picture of my mom. So she's purple because she, because of health issues, when she was uh, bleaching her hair, her hair was kind of starting to fall out because she's on um, steroids. So she started going purple as a rinse. She gets so many compliments. She looks amazing. I have to find this picture. I have to find the picture. I'm telling you every detail. Michelle be like now. And she was No, no, no. I'm trying to find this picture. So she went purple to hide her gray and she gets tons of compliments. So let me find this picture. Hold on. Mm -hmm. It's close. 
Carrie, that was the night that Michelle almost got arrested while running across the street, jumping over maybe a giant concrete median barrier, and I had to pull her over, and I saved her life. And she's going to be dressed as Marilyn Monroe. That's not what happened at all. While Michelle does that, I'm going to pull up pictures I just texted Michelle of me and Michelle. So I feel like I don't really remember how much, uh, how many shenanigans Mooney and I did. Okay, here's a picture of Mooney and I. This is Mooney and I. When we did an all-time picture, I would imagine that I am I'm probably 21 and you're 20. You're 19. You're one or two years younger than me. Yeah. So one year. look at look at the babies. Look at the babies. Look at them. We were our little babies. Why can't I find this picture? We were babies. Hold on. What else? There was something else. Uh oh, this is when Michelle came to my house. And cleaning, fixing my house up. So this is the first house I bought. I think we owned it for maybe two hours. And Michelle came over and she started to setting the table. Staging. I, I started to stage it because, I mean, you need it to feel like home as quickly as possible. So I, I wanted to. Like, Michelle, the rest of this house, complete crap hole. She's like, yeah, but the dinner table looks really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't. There's a lot of them. I told you I was going through the boxes. And I was finding pictures of Michelle and I from our many moons ago. No pun intended. Babies. We were babies. Okay, so while Michelle is looking for the Okay, here's this isn't the this is okay. Can you see that? She's got like purple oh. hair. Oh yeah. And that's not even like my favorite picture of her with the purple hair, but I'm telling you, I told her, I said, start writing it down when you get compliments put it in your phone. And she was like, okay. She stopped at like 200 and some. I have seen it. Compliments? Pe- people go nuts. Like we're at Home Depot, we're shopping wherever. We're kids, adults, men, women, love the purple hair. Oh, and then of course she has a coordinating purple outfit with everything, but she looks amazing. So that's another option. If you don't want to do the gray, Hold on, like, ask him how old your mom is. She's 76. 76 with her purple hair. Yes, and she's been purple for a while. And it's not like that actually doesn't give you the full vibe. It's like superhero purple. It's know. like purple. How often does she dye it? Every couple of weeks, but it's a rinse. She just gets it at like oh, Sally Beauty no. Supply. She doesn't have it done professionally. She does it herself. Sure. And it looks amazing. So that's, I think it's Pulp, pulp Fiction pulp something or pulp 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 riot pulp riot i think that she uses but she looks so good and people love it and it it doesn't have that same kind of look as the gray it's just it covers the gray but it's a different look so that's another option to throw in here you could go purple or pink so i don't know if anybody has read what broke last night about matt rife are we going to talk about it I saw that. So let me bring you up to date. Matt Reif is the young comedian up and coming that everyone fell in love with because of his quick wit, his handsome face. He had these little clips of him talking to audiences and he went viral. Then he started selling out like stadiums numerous times. He had eight shows in Atlantic City. If you don't know who Matt Reif is already, then you're a little bit behind because he kind of broke through. You haven't seen him in movies yet, but he's been everywhere. Okay. 
Now, listen, anytime somebody goes crazy, like viral and popular, uh, there's always going to be a backlash and somebody's got to say something. This is the normal course of what happens when people get famous, right? They get famous. We start digging into their background. We find a podcast where they said something, something, something 15 years ago. Boom, canceled. Okay. So he had a special on Netflix. He has it going on now. We're on the special, which some people had mixed reviews about. Some people are like, the first half is boring. The second half is good. Some people are saying how he is and how he riffs is a lot funnier than the actual material that he's written. Fine. Whatever. All opinion. Fine. Well, apparently in his stand-up special, he does a joke about domestic violence. Okay. I think it was like there was a waitress or maybe it was a girl that she had a black eye, but then he made some kind of joke like, well, if she's not a good cook, that's why she has a black eye. Whatever. One joke in an hour and a half, people didn't like it. Um, people got triggered. Fine. Now I'm not going to have a debate about whether or not comedians should be able to say everything. Comedians should be able to walk the line. This is going to be the eternal question. It's up to everybody. Some people listen to me and hate my face and hate what I say. Some people listen to Missy, hate what she says, blah, blah, blah. It's all right. Subjective. Fine. Well, he hears it. He hears about the backlash from this special and from this joke. Okay. Now, he could have come out and said, you know what, maybe it wasn't in great taste. So this is strike number one. And the internet was all was already split, right? There's the people who are like, if you don't like him, just don't listen. And then the people are like, he's wrong. He should be canceled. Age old, fine. What he does in response to that is what everybody is having a problem with. So he puts out a social media post and says, if you have a problem with me, click here. It's bad. The link that he links to is a website for helmets for kids with special needs. So he says, if you have a problem with me, click here. And then that takes you to a link for uh, accessories for children that maybe have special needs. This is why now the universe is uh, very upset with Matt Reif. And you're like, listen, if you don't want to apologize for uh, a joke that maybe half the universe didn't find funny, fine. But you're going to double down. He took that joke, split it in half, and played it again, doubled down on it. And you're like, what are you doing? So that's happening in the universe. So, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I saw him on Netflix. Hard pass for me. He's easy on the eyes, but the potty mouth. But to each his own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with Linda. He may have just ruined his career. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I feel like we've seen, especially in this day and age, people canceled for a lot much less. less. Exactly. Much less. Uh, I'm a woman and a special needs mom. And I think it's kind of funny. So Kimberly, well, there you go. And again, everybody's going to have a different opinion, but you're like, listen, 
I don't know. I feel like there are a lot of other things that you could do or say, but yeah, you know, you got to do you as Michelle likes to quote me. You got to do you. T-shirt going to be a t-shirt coming soon. We're going to be a t-shirt coming soon. Speaking of coming soon. What? We have a guest coming on soon. So I'm going to let Michelle go. So I'm going to let you know what I do, Michelle. We'll see what my hair Purple, pink. Red and yellow and orange and so funny. Chris Kermsay definitely was like, you're going to look old. Don't do this. And I was like, mm. but I look at it like, what if I let it grow a little? If I hate it, then I'll color it. If if you hate looking at yourself with gray roots, don't keep. No, I, I think that that's the thing is I don't care anymore. Okay. Well, I mean, as I'm saying, you do you. If it makes you happy. Right. Um, you know it would make me happy if my car worked. So we'll do it. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Michelle. Um, I mean, Chappelle doesn't apologize and often doubles down and he's known as one of the greatest of all time. Mm -hmm. If you're a comedian, stop apologizing for your material. Move on. You can't make everyone happy. I saw a woman yesterday wearing a Matt Rife can offend me any day shirt. Mm -hmm. Interesting take on all of these things. Um, so, um, so yeah, so I'm sure that that's going to rage on through the holiday weekend. Speaking of the holidays, tomorrow is the big day and, uh, Thanksgiving is upon us. I don't know if anybody else is in the middle of the whole, where are you going for Thanksgiving? Are you bringing anything? What are you going to do for Christmas? You're not going to be at my house. There's a lot of drama that goes along with Thanksgiving. So we thought that we would bring an etiquette expert. What? You're like, Dina, she's here? She is here. And we got our time zones right and everything. Uh, so let me introduce our guest. Her name is Elaine Swan. She is the founder and CEO of the Swan School of Protocol, the first ever black and female owned etiquette licensing program that boasts over 30 independently owned and operated Swan schools across the United States. As America's leading lifestyle and etiquette expert, Elaine has appeared on the Today Show. I think yesterday she was on the Today Show, or was it this morning? Uh, CNN News, Dr. Oz, Access Hollywood, Inside Edition, Dr. Phil, Rachel Ray, and Kevin Hart on his show, What the Fit. She's also been featured on radio, podcasts, quoted on platforms like NPR, Fortune, Wall Street, Journal, Bloomsburg, New York Times. Just let me, she's cooler than all of us. Elaine is the author of four books on etiquette, Girls Have Style, A Distinctive Approach, Going Public, and Let Crazy Be Crazy. That sounds right up our alley. So uh, please help me welcome to the show, Elaine Swan. Hi, Elaine. We got a lot of applause. We're happy to have you on our show today. I'm so sorry about our mix-up with time zones the other day. Oh, that's quite all right. I'm happy to be here. So thank you so much for having me. So you had you were on the Today Show. Was it yesterday or today? I was on the Today Show yesterday morning, and I came back into California last night, 11 o'clock at night. And um, it's I got up at 5 a.m. to be with you all this morning. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Elaine. So you, this must be a busy time for you because the holidays, even though they're wonderful and everyone looks forward to them and we all get fatter, there's got to be, there's always this family who's coming. What are you bringing? So like, what are like, what would you say are like the most important things to remember going into Thanksgiving, into the holidays? What are some things that people 
can keep in mind? Because I'm sure I'm doing all of them wrong. Yes, sure. Now, one, uh, some of the things that people should most certainly keep in mind is to set your boundaries. And, uh, you know, anytime we get together with family, the one thing that's great about us is that we are all very different and very unique, but that's also the, the maddening thing about us too, is that we're all very different and very unique. Yeah. So you want to set your boundaries. And when I say boundaries, you can set boundaries on time. So if you know that you're going to go and get together with your family members and they are crazy, then this is when you say, okay, look, we're going over there. We're staying for three hours and mm -hmm. then we're leaving. So your boundary might be a particular time mm -hmm. that you're going to spend with them. The other thing may be boundaries in terms of who you spend your time with. If, if you just you know, have a lot of angst about connecting with certain family members and going and being with them, mm -hmm. you don't have to. It's okay for you to stay home and create your own tradition and send your well wishes to grandma or grandma or He's deaf too. Come here. Come. This is just like something Katie Cork would have done. Come here right now. Come. Come here. Stop listening. This is going to be my Emmy show, and I'm glad you're here for it. <laughs> Go ahead, Elaine. So, first of all, you should not have dogs at your holiday parties, is what I think we're going to say. You know what? Honestly, if you have a holiday party, my recommendation is do what you can to scoot the dogs maybe into another space or area. Yeah. You know, we love our pets and they're our family, but not everyone is keen to pets. And so the best thing to do if you are hosting people is to put the pets in another area hmm. so that people do not have to feel uncomfortable. And the reason I say this is because etiquette in many instances is about putting others at ease. And so hmm. it's up to the host to make sure that the guests are comfortable and hmm. having you know, little Fido rub up, rub up against your leg and hump your leg on Thanksgiving Day <laughs> because that's his sign of showing you that he loves you is not a fun thing. Welcome, exactly. You've basically solved half of my problems. All right, go ahead. So you were saying. Boundaries. So the third area is boundaries with specific people. Mm -hmm. You know, let's say for example, you have a family member or a friend of the family or loved one or what have you, who always says something inappropriate. And mm -hmm. I tell you, it, it, the, the fact that we know that this, this person always says something inappropriate, mm -hmm. we actually have the upper hand. We can pretty much tell just about when they're going to say it and what the trigger is going to be to get them to say it. So that's where you put a boundary on your time. So, you know, Uncle Charlie or Aunt Mabel, sorry, Charlie's and Mabel's out there, you know, you know right about when they're gonna, you know, get more warmed up before they say anything. So before they do, then that's when you cut the conversation off. That's a Charlie, honey, Mabel, how you doing? Good to see you. Hey, okay, gotta go. Up and go ahead and hang out with cousin, you know, so and so over there. Mm -hmm. So put boundaries on the amount of time that you spend with toxic people. Don't sit there and and take all that mess. 
I was going to say, do you ever say like, it's okay to not invite toxic people? Yeah, sure. You know, I have a family member right now who is toxic and I'm just not inviting them to the house. It's okay. It's not going to happen. You know, that person is, you know, I'm not going to invite them because they'll end up fighting with everyone. And they know that. <laughs> they so know I'm not they going to extend the invitation. Not this year. Maybe next year or the year after or whenever when I know it's it's kind of a safe space. But mm-hmm. I like to create a space as a host that is safe for everyone. And it's my responsibility as the host to make sure that my guests feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And if I'm going to invite someone that's toxic, then mm-hmm. I'm not doing my best job. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Now, I uh, what do you say? Because So I was going to be going to uh, visit a friend over Thanksgiving. And I said, well, uh, we have to bring something, right? We have to bring something. And uh, they were like, don't worry about it. The host said not to bring. I said, I'll at least bring wine, right? Like that seems. And, and, and they were like, don't bring wine. Because they the host bear- tells you not to bring anything. Don't bring anything. Just listen to what they've said. I and thought that it was a big you know, that, that problem was with you and, and with the person to where for some reason you feel as though going empty-handed mm-hmm. makes you and that's whoever put that in folks' head is is nuts. No. The host doesn't want you bringing extra stuff up in their house. That's why they told you not to. Really? That's what they said. So it's okay. If the person says, please don't bring anything, that means don't bring no stuff to my house. That's something. I feel like that's the opposite of everything everyone's ever told you. Like you never shocked what everyone been told. And my recommendation is listen to your host. If they say do not bring anything, mm-hmm. do not bring anything. No. That's they don't want your stuff. They We're Italian. It goes against our grain. Chops. They don't want flowers from you that they now have to go cut short their time of getting things together and cut flowers and find face and put water in it. No. Stop bringing people stuff they don't want. I'm Italian, Elaine. This is very difficult to not bring a dessert. They don't want you to bring. I know it is. Give me that pie. Throw it right in the yard. That's why I am on a quest to get people to listen. Really listen to others and stop trying to make up something. Listen. For an individual who is hosting something, if they really need your help, they will tell you. Is there anything I can bring? Oh, yes. Yes. Will you please stop and pick up a bag of ice? <laughs> Let me ask you this, because I used to have this party every year. And it always worked for me because I get like a little overwhelmed with like feeding a lot of people. But we would have this party. It was a New Year's Eve Eve party and it was a poker party. And it was so the party wasn't about like the food necessarily, but people would say, What can I bring? And I'd say, well, if you want, I have I have appetizer list and a dessert list. Which list do you want to be on? They're like, well, what do you need? I go, I don't care what you bring. You just bring one of the two. And that way we don't have 12,000 desserts and no appetizers, whatever. And so, and it was the greatest party ever. Everybody would come in with an appetizer. Dessert. It would be much nicer spread than I would ever put out. But is that rude? Like if you're hosting a party. That's, that's not rude at all. That's a host telling 
people, but yes, I'd like for you to bring something. <laughs> All right. That's not rude. The thing is, uh, so no, that's not rude. That's a BYOB sort of okay. thing. All that's, right. pot, that's called potluck, really, you know, where everyone chips in and they bring something. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. And as a host, you made it very clear. Yeah. Yes, I'd like you to bring something. And you can choose what you want to from this list or this list. Yeah. And that's really great because then it tells people what direction to go in yes. um, in terms of what to bring. Now, the instances where, where I would say to bring something is, let's say, for example, you're going to stay at someone's house for several days or a few days over the holidays. You don't have to, it's nice to bring a gift to the host to say thank you for allowing me to stay here um, or send them a gift a little bit later on. It's acceptable then. But if, if, they're, if you're bringing, if you're trying to bring a food item, Stop it. <laughs> because now, they stop. have their whole menu in mind. Stop Somebody it. Said, what about a potted plant? If you want to bring a gift for the host, that is acceptable. But the gift should not impede on their menu that they have developed for the guests. Okay. So there are lots of really great hostess gift ideas. And I Love to, I'll be releasing my my list. I have a list every year that I release. I'll be releasing that the first weekend in December um, to, you know, because the people be, will be going to those holiday parties throughout the month. And uh, so there's some really great hostess gifts to give. And one example is, let's say, for uh, you have a host who loves to be pampered. You can send her a luxury pampering box that has, everything from bath salts and candles and a candle snuffer and things like that. So you can set something like that or bring something like that. If the host loves to serve and is always looking for really cool things, you can bring a really cool serving dish with maybe their name engraved on it or some sort of kitchen gadget or something. So there's lots of really, really great gifts to give your host, but that's a, that's, that is very different them bringing food or dessert or wine or beverages or things like that. And most clearly told you don't bring your stuff. <laughs> I feel like you could easily run a counseling service just for people like, I got to bring something. Like, no, you don't. Stop it. No. I know. I'm here to just talk about my I got to bring No, you don't. No, you don't. No. They don't want you to. They don't, they don't want, want your stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's so funny. Somebody said, if you brought me a potted plant, I would kill you. I don't do indoor plants. Somebody else said, if you bought me a potted plant, my cat will eat it. And then thank you. Oh, that's yeah. so funny. There you go. So, so this is why it's important to select gifts, not based upon what we think the person should have, but really we should think about what we think, what we believe that individual may enjoy so if the person is a reader and they love autobiographies, grab the newest autobiography that's out on the, 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 the list or yeah. maybe something obscure, but bring something that you know the host will enjoy and not necessarily something that you just think they should have. And you're no. just doing it on an obligation. Stop doing that. Stop bringing stuff that is unnecessary and unusable. Elaine, you're so funny. You're like, you're actually super annoying when you bring stuff. That's so funny. Okay. So a lot of people have asked about dietary restrictions. So I'm gluten-free. So sometimes I'll bring something 
Because I don't know what people are making and I don't want to impose on people. So I'll be like, oh, I just brought some bread or whatever. Now, somebody said, my in-laws came to my house. I spent days cooking. They brought their own meal and sat at the table and ate their own meal because they said they thought it was going to be too healthy. And then... Yeah. So I guess my question is, if you have, if you're gluten-free or if you're vegan or like, how do you like to not offend people? I very rarely bring food. I'll usually just have salad or something or I'll eat before. So what do you say? Yeah, so if you have some very serious, you know, restrictions that could ruin the entire party. <laughs> For example, I am allergic to seafood and shellfish. So I'm not going to go to a party where they're doing, we're doing a seafood boil, you know, then that, then, then with that, for example, and I'm just using that as an example, um, my recommendation is uh, in order to still put others at ease and not sit in the corner with nothing on your plate and everyone's asking you, are you hungry? And you're, and you're having to tell them no then you can bring something, but my recommendation is to bring single or double serving size. Don't bring a whole platter of your stuff that's now going to get mixed into the everybody else's and you're and, and you're making the host feel as though they have to include that, but bring a single serving size so that you can discreetly say, hey, listen, I know the da da da, um, but I wanted to, I you know, I have this, this uh, particular you know, dietary um, preference or whatever the proper term is. And so I'm going to just dish a little bit. So then that's where you can throw the salad on your plate and then add a little whatever it is that works for yourself. But it's just on your plate. It's not impeding it with the rest of the meal and telling the host that what they're cooking is improper, which is the example that the guest just shared now where the family brought the entire meal. That's crazy, right? It's crazy. That is crazy. Mm -hmm. All right. It says, what are the best ways to keep the peace with conversations? Oh, the best way to keep the peace with conversations is when you hear something that's starting to go a little bit great, uh, you know, a little giddy is going to the left, shift and change the subject. Uh, ask people about themselves. People love talking about themselves, especially people who are, you know, rude or what have you. Mm -hmm. So, Come prepared to the event with things that you can talk about. So, okay, I know they went on a vacation here. I know they got a promotion. Oh, I know they just changed the, the color or the paint of their garage. So let me just have myself ready with some of these conversations that, that, that will allow me to pivot. So the person says, oh my gosh, you're still driving that old car? You go, yeah, I still got the same old car. But anyway, I heard that you've got a whole new <laughs> siding for your house. What was that process like? <laughs> You're so funny. You're so good. I, I don't know that I would be that good. Yeah, look at you. So how does how did you get into this? So, I mean, just your school in general, like what is your background? Like what made you decide, I got this, I can teach. I, I started out by being a student of etiquette. I, I was socially awkward and had some challenges. So my parents put me into charm school. From there, I got into pageants. Then I was I became a flight attendant later in life uh, for well as, as an adult, and I went through the um, international protocol and etiquette training at the airline that I worked for, which is Continental Airlines. The pageants had an etiquette component to it, so I was really drawn towards it. And I kept taking courses and classes for my own personal development. 
eventually I was asked to do an after school program for a, a junior high school and they paid me to do it. And I thought, oh, wait a minute now. This is my jam. Yeah. So I, uh, I, I launched the etiquette business in 2003 and have just continued to stay on this path of research and, and training and development and shifting and understanding and recognizing that our world changes. Yeah. And, and putting forth the greatest effort to change with it. And so that's why we have one of the examples, as I said, you know, we were always told, even though someone tells you don't bring something, never go empty handed. Lies. That's a lie. <laughs> Nobody doesn't want your stuff up in their house. Listen to what they say and respect their wishes. <laughs> that's good. And it's funny because I feel like you just need somebody to say that because it is, there's certain things that are so ingrained in our heads. I'm like, no, I have to bring something like, no, you don't. I'm like, between, you know, bringing something to contribute to the meal and bringing a host gift to say, thank you for hosting me. But okay. it has nothing to do with the event. They don't have to open it. They don't have to serve it right there and there, all of that. So there is a difference. Uh, thank you for inviting me. Sure, bring something. Food, beverage. Mm -mm. No. Stop it. Stop it. Now, did you hear what I was saying about Matt Reif a few minutes ago? Did you hear that? Yes. What does your etiquette say, brain say about that? You know, here's the thing. I, I think where he missed the point is what we think about the fact that we may say something that offends a person. We don't always have to agree that what we said was offensive. All we have to do is have a bit of empathy and understand that what we said may have impacted somebody in a negative way. So when you learn that you have said something that, that impacted someone in a negative way, the best way to deal with it swiftly and quickly is to say, you know what? I didn't realize that that was offensive. I thought it was funny. I now hear you that you feel that that was offensive. And because of that, I apologize. And I'll be more thoughtful next time. Boom. Go on with your life. Mm -hmm. now, as you all were saying, his whole career could possibly be ruined. He might lose sponsorship deals, all of this. When it was so easy to just say, you know what? I thought what I said was funny. Mm -hmm. Clearly, mm -hmm. many of you thought it was not. Not everybody, but many of you thought it wasn't. And for those of you that I did offend, I do apologize. And mm -hmm. I will really try to make sure that I do better next time. Yeah. Well, I think that that's the thing. It was I, it was so interesting to me that the internet while divided about the initial joke in the in the Netflix special. And I feel like every time anybody drops a Netflix special, half the people like it, half the people don't. That's par for the course. Fine. I feel like it's just his response. Like you're saying, you're like, listen, you don't have to agree with whether or not I liked your special or not. That's fine. We're just saying we, you rubbed us a certain kind of way. We don't like it. But then you double down. And now you're just randomly making kids with, fun of kids with special needs. You're like, what are you doing? This is like, what? What does it have to do? It just, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Elaine, you're funny. I think it's hilarious, right? And some others may think, oh my gosh, are you okay? And the others are thinking they're hilarious. But people have different opinions. And that's what's so great about us. And that's what's so unique. Yeah. But 
about us and, and you know, living here in this great country that we really can have our own opinions about certain things. And so mm-hmm. not everyone's going to agree. And just because somebody does not agree with you does not mean that you are wrong. It just means that mm-hmm. they don't agree and maybe they were hurt by what you said. That's so it. I may make a joke and say, oh my gosh, girl, you wearing that skirt again? And the people who wear the same skirt every day because, you know, whatever reason, they're offended. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then I, I need to be sensitive to that and, and recognize that and 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 honor that they exist and so they have feelings. That doesn't mean my mind has to change. I still think you're stuck. Now, wait, here's what Stephanie just said. She said, I went to a friend's friend's house for dinner, asked if I could bring something and was told to bring nothing. So I didn't. Later, heard the hostess was disappointed. If you say bring nothing, I'm bringing nothing. That's right. And the host, in this particular instance, the hostess was wrong. So here's the note. We've been talking about the guests, but I want to make sure that I talk to the host as well. Be honest when you are hosting at someone's uh, an event and you're inviting people. If you do not want people to bring something, say that. If you do want people to bring something, you must be honest and put forth the effort to take a little extra moment and help guide your guest. Mm-hmm. So this way it doesn't become a topic of conversation afterwards. It's wrong for a host to lie to their guest and then turn around and talk about them later. So that host was wrong. Stop lying to people. Stop trying to act like you got it together. Listen, if you need ice, say bring ice. If you need <laughs> extra paper towels, toilet paper, whatever it is, Tell them what you need and stop lying. Joey Joe just said, I need a lane in my pocket at work. That's what I was just about to say. I need a lane to follow me around and be like, and that's how I feel. Now, Elaine, explain to him why I'm right. And she'd be like, move. Listen. I would love it. I would love it. That's so fun. Well, Elaine, I can see why you have such such success. Stop lying. And make your guests feel at home. We're supposed to be welcoming. So that host that that did that is absolutely wrong. You did the right thing uh, to your to your uh, viewer who brought nothing. You did the right thing. That host was wrong. So for my host, if you're hosting tomorrow, be honest with your guests and stop playing games. Mm-hmm. Now Sharon just said, I hosted a party. I had it catered. Several people asked if they could bring something. I said no. Everything is covered. A few brought dishes which weren't even touched. Oh well, you just to your point. To your point. That's too bad. I love it. All right. So listen, so Elaine has four books you can check out. If you want to look it up, Girls Have Style, A Distinctive Approach, Going Public, and Let Crazy Be Crazy, which I feel like is the greatest name for a book ever. Uh, Where can people find you? Tell us more, Elaine. Follow me on Instagram. I am Elaine Swan on Instagram. And then then, then you can all, and I share tons of etiquette advice all the time. So if you want to hear more of this, <laughs> definitely follow me on Instagram, Elaine Swan, and that's Swan with two N's. And of course, you can always visit my website, ElaineSwan.com, uh, for free etiquette advice and tips. Well, we love it. Well, thank you so much, Elaine. This was great. I feel like you let a lot of people off the hook for the holidays. So I like it. Well, thank you so much. And thanks for getting up so early. We'd love to have you on again. Next time something comes up, I'll be like, let's get Elaine on here. She's going to tell us 
what's right and what's wrong. I, I I'm cracking up because like, remember like Dear Abby, like never, <laughs> never in a Dear Abby would she ever be like, you need to stop being a liar. Like I love it. <laughs> I love everything about it. So thank you so much. And we can't wait to see you again. I love Elaine, right? I do. I want Elaine to follow me around and just tell everybody off, but like real nice. Like I couldn't follow Joey Joe around at work. I'd be like, what did you say? Like that, they'd be real aggressive, real aggressive. Because then behind me would have to be Elaine being like, Dina didn't mean that. What she meant to say. Okay. She wasn't wrong. She just said it wrong. Uh, like that. So, um, so yeah, so there you go. Hopefully everybody takes some pressure off going into these holidays um, and uh, don't show up with anything, which is still weird to my brain. I don't know that I can do that. I'm going to try. Um, I love that she's not stuffy. I know. She was so good. Could you imagine Dear Abby just be like, stop bringing your nasty stuff to the Thanksgiving Mm-hmm. So it was very good. Um, so listen, guys, this is so exciting. Um, we will be um, back live, I'm hoping Monday, um, but I'll be bebopping. So I'd love, I'd like someone to walk around punching people who are snotty to me. Well, I feel like that might not be Elaine, but I'm sure there's a ton of people that would. To clarify, Michelle said, she said, don't show up with food. You can always bring a hostess gift. Because Michelle's like, don't be rude. Okay. Yeah, like like some kitchen hand soap. That is what she said. Yes. Mm -hmm. and can we talk about last night's host, David? Michelle, did you see David? Hold on. Did you see him? You're muted. No, I, I went on there when I could and I was like, Where, where's the host? And then I had to jump off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he is so great. Uh, my friend David was on Tipsy Tuesday. If you missed it last night, you're going to want to go back because he showed us his crotch a number of times. And he is adorable and he's single. What is he, 72? And he's a writer, he used to work at Paramount, at Disney, worked on amazing shows. I know, David has a lot of girlfriends here now. So, um, and he's just a great storyteller. He is, he is. Um, so anyway, so we had some, some great people. So uh, Michelle has a few more guests um, coming up uh, as we go into December. Um, so that's happening. Um, how many people are you having for Thanksgiving, Michelle? Or where are you going? I'm not having anybody. My brother-in-law is hosting us. We have about 12, 15, mm. I'd say. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. All what right. about you? Uh, we're going to go to the parade and it's just the, the five of us, the kids and myself and my mom. And so um, Di has been cooking for, I don't know, 48 hours straight. So she's busy, busy with that. Um, the kids were here for like a hot minute yesterday, but then they all went out last night. It's kind of it's kind of nice uh, when they all hang out together and they don't ask me. Mm -hmm. mm. 
And they, they did ask me to go, but they Dean went to the movies at like 10 o'clock at night. He's like, you want to go? I go, what time? 10 o'clock? I'm in bed. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not interested. Um, so Ophelia, good morning. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so they, they were going to the movies last night. I think they went maybe out afterwards. I don't know. Um, Nicole was supposed to come. So I don't know if you saw my sister's post shell, but she, she was running, which I'm against unless there's fire. She fell and, and, and her, her fingers went backwards. Oh no. They, she, she had to get stitches here. So she was in this this split from like here to here. Fine. Well, then she writes yesterday and says they called from the hospital. Turns out the fingers are broken. <gasps> it had been like two Three days. of them? Two, two, two of them oh are broken. Oh, my gosh. So now she they said they're still not a cast, really. It just, I think, stays splinted. Um, so it just doesn't move. But... Like, have you ever had that where you went to the hospital and they're like, you're fine. <laughs> and then they send you home. Um, and then a few days later, they're like, oh, no, we were wrong. It's broken. <laughs> Sorry. Oopsies. Linda asked me what I'm bringing. I'm bringing dessert cookies, but I'm, I'm asked to bring dessert every year. That's my So, Which, speaking of cooking, I do want to bring this up. I know we have Walla cooking with dye, but... We had Jen Lilly a few weeks ago. She's yeah. lovely. She's on Great American Family. I don't know if you saw Paris Waltz. Her big movie was out last weekend. So you can catch it. I'm sure it's going to be playing again on GAC. But she's just adorable. So if you go to christmasisnotcanceled.com, you can still sign up for classes and a whole bunch of things that they have. And it's all to raise money for Toys for Tots and these wonderful organizations for Christmas. And Dina and Di are doing one of their bake-along segments this weekend, I believe it is airing. Does it come off this week? Okay. Mm -hmm. It's going to be for Thanksgiving week. So um, if you haven't signed up, I mean, there is a fee to become a student, but um, if you can swing it, it's a really amazing cause. And what they do is they supply toys to tons of kids. And um, it's just a really cool organization. If you miss the interview, we should probably repost that interview with you and Jen Lilly or put a link to it so okay. people can um, learn more about it. But you can catch Dina and Di doing a bake along for Christmas is not canceled, making some puzzles. Somebody said, what's your favorite dessert to bring? Because you said you're bringing a dessert. Oh, that's a hard one. So have you seen the viral turkeys, the strawberry chocolate covered turkeys? chocolate covered strawberry turkeys that everybody's talking about and everybody's it's turkey and you cover it with yeah. strawberries <laughs> no <laughs> what are you talking about that sounds yeah they're strawberries and they're made to look like turkeys you chocolate coat them so i think i'm going to take a stab at that they've been all over the internet i love i actually had a very briefly had a, a cookie and candy business years ago um but i love like the cutesy little can you see something like that? See? And then you just. Oh, you're ridiculous. But they're so, they'd be so easy. That's not easy. These bees, he's got surgical gloves on. <laughs> and he's in, he's in a, okay. This is too, okay. I'll show you what I did. I, I can actually show you what I did for a couple of Thanksgiving. You're the only I like cutesy. Look at that. Like that looks so easy. 
<laughs> no, I mean, it would be time consuming, but I like, okay. So a few years ago, and you remember I used to have my big parties. I made my own crackers one year. I wouldn't advise it. I would just, my friend said, I'll buy you a box for $3. I made crackers. I made it was stupid. butter and bread. It, it really was stupid. It was the, one of the dumbest things I've done. And the only recipe I found I'm at that time was Martha Stewart because who else makes their own crackers other than like Martha Stewart? But I like cutesy little. Missy just said you're clearly on a different internet than me. Yeah. Michelle's got her own. Okay. So that's what I made for Thanksgiving a couple of years ago. That turkey had... thing in the front? Yeah. Well, that was the crudite. And then, I don't know if you can see here. I would make chocolate covered Oreo pies. So I don't know if you can see. Those are like chocolate covered Oreos. And then they're chocolate covered marshmallows. And then I think I just had a normal like bunt cake with like chocolate leaves in the middle. Yeah. So that's what I, that's what I normally make. So I don't know what I'll make this year. What are you going to make? Um, well, my mom made this cornbread last week. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to heat I, it up. <laughs> I cut around it into a perfect square. No. Use a put it in a small boot cookie cutter. Use the cookie cutter. Use the who hurt you, Michelle? Who <laughs> hurt you as a child? Yeah, Michelle's a whole nother level. You guys don't know this, Michelle. No, it's and it's because I didn't get an easy bake oven when I was little. Totally think that that's where like all of this like adult baking came through because all I wanted was an easy bake oven and mm -hmm. I didn't get one. And now who hurt you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're not going back to Matt Rife, Missy. No, that's mm -hmm. all right. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. Well, so Michelle will have a tremendous amount of time on her hands if she's not making turkey strawberries. So maybe she can just go have fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> making chocolate leaves is normal? No, it's no, not. It is. Well, because I used to do that. I had a business for a while, so... It's fun. It brings you do in the beginning of this episode, we talked about you do you yeah. and what makes you happy. So certain things do not, it do, doesn't make me happy to make things from scratch all the time, but certain things semi-homemade. Did I you like. learn a lesson about crackers? It sounds like you learned. hundred percent. Yes. That was what a big failure. What was wrong with the whole aisle full of crackers that already existed? What made you think I should, I should put my hand in this. That's a good question. Um, Marie says, I can tell Michelle is an overachiever. I used to go all out with my parties. I was very Monica Geller. I would make like snow globe cakes and cactus cakes and these elaborate things and nobody would cut into them and they would take me hours to decorate. And I said, why is nobody eating the cake? And they're like, because it's too pretty. We didn't want to ruin it. I'm like, well, that's why I made it. And then as I've gotten older, I realized that the main, and I have like my morning mood boosters, which today's morning mood booster is all about taking a breath, taking a step back Whoa, to yeah. enjoy it. So I love throwing parties. And as I got older, I realized I'd rather spend time with my family and be present and not be so fixated on these details because I wanted to make it perfect for everybody, but people didn't care. They just want to be with you. They just want to spend time together. So that's why I don't make my own crackers anymore. And I may, I say that I'm going to make those chocolate covered strawberry turkeys. That was the weirdest transition I've ever heard. And that's why I don't make crackers anymore. <laughs> no, I can think of a hundred other reasons why I don't make crackers anymore. She's like, and that's why I don't make crackers anymore. No, but it's part of it. And so I'm telling you, oh, I'm going to make chocolate covered turkeys. But at the end of the day, I may go and buy an Edwards key lime pie or a cheesecake. 
at ShopRite and that will be the dessert and everybody's going to be fine with it. I'm going to sprinkle some cookie crumbs on it and make it look fancy. And then it's going to be like, Hey, here you go. I want everybody who's watching today at some point to, after you said, I have to clean the bathroom and that's why I won't be making crackers today. Just add in. And that's why I won't be making crackers today. Just add it in. Missing. <sighs> oh, I gotta go do a gig tonight, and that's why I won't be making crackers today. So everybody act <sighs> like crackers was that's in the hilarious. I can't. I'm okay. Gonna and on. then whatever you have, like, I gotta go to the DMV to drop <laughs> off this, and that's why I won't be making crackers today. I can't. I need to record after this. I can't smudge my makeup. Before. Somebody loan Michelle their Easy Bake Oven and let her get it out of the system. I gotta get the oh. That's funny. I didn't realize how funny that was until you made it funny. <sighs> My kiddos are old, Carrie. I um, I have I'm adult kiddos and a grandbaby. I'm at work. I have to meet with students, and that's why I won't be making crackers today. I didn't grind my own wheat, but that wasn't going to make crackers anyway. I'm getting drunk tonight, so that's why I won't be making crackers today. <laughs> This, this is, is my favorite. This is my favorite. This is gonna be my favorite thing of the week. I'm so glad this is happening. You guys are making my day. This is hilarious. That's why I, uh, <laughs> I baked seven pies yesterday. But making seven more today before tomorrow's dinner. And guess what that means, Jean? You won't be making crackers. Oh my gosh! I know what I just noticed too is that because we both have a big leaf plant. It looks like we could be possibly in the same room. Like if we, oh, yes, if we got them, I just scoop should I it. make it closer? I don't know. It kind of it's just so funny. Okay, yeah. I can spin this. No, <laughs> we do have to stop at the DMV on the way to see family, and that's why I'm not making crackers <laughs> today. <laughs> I have to fix my makeup. I have to record in a couple minutes. This is bad. That's going to be the regular thing. And that's Next t-shirt, Carol. All right. That's why I didn't make crackers. Uh, uh, I'll be picking up dog poo. And that's why I won't be making crackers. I'm going to the dry cleaners and not making anything. When you first came on, I did think Michelle was at your house. Oh, really? That's so funny. Oh, I have to gosh. shave my legs today, so I will not be making crackers. <laughs> I need to go buy crackers that I won't, this is because oh, I won't be gosh. making crackers. Or here's another recipe. As I, I found this old family circle when I was cleaning out. You could just make cupcakes or buy cupcakes and put nutter butters. And I might do that. Who has a family circle magazine at their house? <laughs> it's old, but because I love food stuff. I, I save it. I, I, okay. Just to give you a little smidge of idea of how dorky I am. Oh, I, think I would go to the air. I know, you know. But mm -hmm. I would go to the airport instead of reading a book, I would bring cookbooks. Like there was like a cupcake cookbook and I was like, oh, I would get, I'd sit there and I'm like looking at the pictures. Oh, I love it. I just love reading cookbooks mm -hmm. and food. Yeah. I woke up with a stick nap. Stick nap. <laughs> I'm not making crackers. I'm not making crackers. I have three kids, two with autism. I'm a single mom and I want a damn shower. And that is why I won't be making crackers today. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I feel like I'm burning a lot of calories with this laughter. Mm -hmm. I ate a lot of cookies last night. Yes, Amy, you're totally right. It is like food porn. I just, I love looking at pretty pictures of cute little things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
All right, everybody. Um, so listen, we had a great short week. I was on time none of those days, but it was still fine. And um, I hope everybody has a good holiday weekend. Uh, no matter what you're doing, what you're eating, crackers or no crackers, pies, whatever the thing. I want to thank Elaine for joining us and bringing everybody's blood pressure down and all the stress of the holidays. Um, and, uh, like I said, I may go live tomorrow from the parade, uh, but it won't be the morning show. Um, and Friday I won't be around either. Um, Monday, I'm going to try to go live. I'm not sure what time. Um, but, uh, that's it, everybody. We are officially in the holiday season. We are leaving for our trip this time next Monday. So what I say? Friday. <laughs> it was a wait, what? Um, hey, did I tell you Rosie is retiring from the military next Thursday? I knew that was coming up. Yeah, so I'm going to go to the ceremony. I'm so excited. I was like, I was there when she signed up, and I'm going to be there when she retires. So I can't wait. All right, next week, real quick, next week, we finally, we've had to reshuffle, but face yoga, world's Biggest face yoga expert is next week, Daniel Collins. You don't want to miss that. Oh, I'm going to look so good at the retirement ceremony. Right. Do I just do this? Something like that. But I'll walk no. around like this. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, all right, everybody. Thanks for watching. Uh, from myself, Michelle Mooney, from Jurgen and Wim in Belgium. They're here as well. We hope everybody has a wonderful holiday, wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope everybody gets to make crackers. Or not, or just or buy no. them. Or those weird uh, strawberry turkey things that we showed everybody. I don't know. But whatever you do, I hope it's great. And like Judy says, do something nice for yourself. Get some new underwears. She didn't say that. I did. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, that's it. Have a great day and a blessed day. And I look forward to seeing everybody after the holidays. And I'd like it if everybody could at least gain two pounds so the proportions stay the same. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Have a good one. I'll see you. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, if you enjoyed today's morning show, make sure to follow us for more One Funny Mother content. Okay, alright. Morse code is tapping. And check out OneFunnyMotherStore.com for great, new, inappropriate swag. And for more exclusive content, consider becoming a supporter. She got a bad leg! Thanks again, and we'll see you tomorrow on One Funny Morning. Boop, boop. <laughs>